0: Welcome to the True, True Condos Podcast, Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Okay, it's my pleasure to welcome back to the show returning guest Shab Brijabzadeh. Shab is the vice president and co-founder of Cornerstone Marketing Realty, Inc., and he's represented some of the top buildings in the city. From a sales and marketing perspective, Shab, great to have you back on the show. Uh, thanks very much, Andrew. I was looking back to uh, get on the uh, the table and talk with you. Yeah, it's been a while. I think it's you were one of the, actually the very first guests, I believe, mm. along with your partner, Johnson. Uh, very first guest on the podcast. And here we are almost three years later and the podcast is still going strong. Stronger Absolutely. than ever. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely, excellent. Um, so yeah, I, I, I wanna jump into obviously uh, Transit City Condos today, um, and we will get into that. But just before we do, just wanna get your take on the market. And obviously we're at a historical times here in, in 2017, the market has been you know, crazy. Uh, I'd love to just see from your side of the table, your perspective, um, how do you see the market right now? Um, and where do you see the market sort of heading over the, over the rest of this year?
1: Um, I mean, everybody asked that question. And I think, uh, you know, you have the government involved and uh, they've uh, set out certain uh, um, measures trying to, um, in attempt, in attempt to try to cool down the market or take control. And uh, my humble opinion would be, you know, I don't think they're on mark, I don't think they've done their homework. Um, you know, in, in a few years ago, they went after the mortgage market and tried to cool down that angle, and that didn't work. Now they're going after real estate and buyers directly. Um, I think market for this year will be consistent. I think it will continue to prevail. I think purchasers or uh, investors, what have you, should be very, um, uh, very sensitive as to where they buy, and they should pick and choose and uh, work with the right, uh, right people to that know how to analyze in areas. And they should stick to, uh, you know, um, a value of uh, transit-oriented developments. They should be looking at an area where there's transportation, whether it's in the four one six or nine zero five, and look at what the government's policies are in those areas to to look at the future and see what the growth will be in the pattern and, and and the shifts. And I think you should sustain any weather, whether it's up or down, should not matter as long as you're next to trans, uh, transit transit-oriented uh, developments. When the,
0: when the market's hot like it has been, there's you know, a rising tide lifts all boats, doesn't it? So you, you do start to see sort of B and C locations selling out and doing well, but you know, the market's all, not always gonna be like this. So so maybe talk to the importance of investing in the right locations, the right projects. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, at you, times like this, when absolutely. everything is selling.
1: You, you pretty much just said it, right? Yeah. You said there may be a B, A, B or C or D location. Um, I think I'm a very, I have a nice portfolio myself and I'm very risk adverse as as a purchaser. And today I work very hard uh, for what I do and what I earn. And I myself do the same thing. In the past I've asked professionals like yourself, what do you think of the market and neighborhoods you're selling for instance? And again, it goes back to fundamentals of real estate. And I think scarcity in neighborhoods may be something to look at. If there's scarcity of inventory, you may wanna be the one that moves into that neighborhood. Uh, you wanna look again into uh, transit oriented developments where there is a very uh, low risk, but good upside to it. Mm-hmm. And you can weather any storm again. Um, all in all, again, it goes back to fundamentals of real estate and doing your homework on it. And again, transit is the way to go. And, and you know, just to loop into Transit City, you look at Transit City and it's the first subway oriented development in the 905 in over 45 years. And you know, great policies by, by the mayor and the city and truly, a nice infrastructure we've had mm-hmm. in you know, over 40 years that's expanding mm-hmm. the city and allowing people access to the downtown core.
0: Right. So, the new, uh, the new subway line, which is, is going up to Vaughan and it's going to be opening very soon.
1: Yeah. Last time I checked the TTC website, we're always up to date because uh, professionals such as yourself always ask us, when is it? When is it? And yeah, you know, we've yeah. been in tune with it. They've said in the next 12 to 24 months it should be complete. Uh, look for yourself in the TTC website. Um, you know uh, some of the stations have pretty much more or less complete. Right. The railing, uh, below grade railing has been all. Uh,
0: They're getting uh, very close. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly, a project like Transit City Condos, which we're which we're getting into now, is going to be uh, the the subway is going to be open long before yes. this project is uh, people are moving into this building.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the infrastructure of 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 the residential, the office uh, revolves around this subway station and the. York Regional uh, Transit uh, Terminal, which is also part of this project that we don't usually talk about. Um, So it it should be coming up well in advance of the Mm -hmm. occupancy of Transit City.
0: Now, I know you're super excited about the project and not just this project, but actually the whole vision for the entire um, uh, area around the subway and the master plan community that Smart Centers is building. There's so many highlights that, you you know, you can touch on and you've got some great materials and, and, you know, I've got a list here in front of me of, you know, eight or 10 major highlights of this project and what makes it unique. Uh, We'll see how many we can get into in the interview here, but maybe if you can start with with the big picture of of Vaughn, why Vaughn, and then narrow into specifically the master plan community here. And then from there, maybe we'll, we'll zoom into the building itself. So if, let's maybe start with Vaughn. Like, what are the yeah. highlights of, of Vaughn um, as a place to invest?
1: Very good place to start, in fact. Um, I mean, we had a press release uh, unveiling Transit City in April just to talk about it, to invite some of the media outlets to kind of uh, release some infor- information to the market because uh, many people have been asking about this development. Mm-hmm. And many buyers have held back buying in that area in anticipation for this project. At the press release, the, the mayor was there, and some of the key delegates, uh, city delegates, were there, and some media outlets, and some of the designers, developers, and their consultants were there, and they were talking about the future vision. I guess to look at it, this whole Vaughn Metropolitan Center evolution of you know the 905 or uh, or Vaughn in itself, it, it's 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 a pretty large uh, development and transformation, and they've broken this main intersection of Jane and Highway 7 into four different corners, whereby. The northwest corner where Transit City is located is the one and only that has this hub, let's say. Mm -hmm. York Regional Transit Terminal, uh, the Metropolitan Subway Station, as well as the Nine Acre Park. So those three main components that brings the neighborhood together, it's where Transit City is. So no other development or adjacent site will be able to offer it the same. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what differentiates uh, this neighborhood, the Vaughan Metropolitan, right. with any other development that has sold or is selling or will sell in the future, based on the work we've done. And the city is really dependent on the lands of smart reads so or smart centers place, which which is a description and the name for this mm-hmm. development. And what's really, again, really important about master plan communities, what are you gonna give me 10 years, 15 years from today? Right what are you going to design and you know many of us fail to ask those questions many of us don't necessarily look at it and we may just simply look at how beautiful is the architecture of this one Once, single building yeah, right. well, what's
0: coming in the future is so important
1: absolutely and and that's like, like people like yourself will ask those questions say listen if my buyers and my top buyers buy in this area what should they expect how will this transform how will you bring more value to this neighborhood and again if you look at the city's plan for the smart center place where transit city is located. They've envisioned this project for the next, let's say 10, 15, 20 years. They've plotted out where each development will be, where the nine acre park will be, where the YMCA will be in this project, where the York Central transit is, where the hub is, where every detail of it has mm-hmm. been planned. Contrary to any, many other developments, massive plan communities, whereby you can't d- dig into those intricacies. And it's very challenging because there's a lot of unknowns. So I think that's one massive thing that sets this whole you know, Vaughan Metropolitan Center apart from uh, any other development. Mm-hmm. And again, Transit City is synonymous with this whole Vaughan Metropolitan Center. Without it, you can't have, uh, without Transit City, you can't have VMC, Vaughan Metropolitan Center again.
0: Right, so Vaughan Metropolitan Center is a, pretty much as it sounds, it's a new metropolitan center uh, which is being built from scratch and it's centered around the new subway station. Absolutely. Within Vaughan Metropolitan Center, just for clarity for, for the listener, um, is the smart center uh, land. So the whole Vaughan Metropolitan Center is about 442 acres, I believe, right. from your presentation you That's just right. gave. Um, 442 acres. And then the smart center's land is about 100 acres of that 442. Yeah. So it's the single largest landowner in the Vaughan Metropolitan Center is the smart REIT. center, uh, smart REIT. And this and Transit City Condos is going to, is the first condominium building of the Smart Center master plan one hundred acre community. That's correct. Um, some people might have a hard time understanding like how big a hundred acres is. So maybe can you give us some uh, paint us a picture of how big is a hundred acres and. And again, you're you, buying in the first phase of a massive development. So what is this development going well, like to look like when qu- it's done? To quantify,
1: I guess, uh, uh, one way to look at it is um, two ways to look at it. One, I look at it immediately in my brain as to saying how many parks in these subdivisions, usually in subdivisions in Richmond Hill and Markham, uh, that city uh, plans, out, uh, uh, plans out and is involved and they give, offer a park in the neighborhood, assuming some of these parks are half an acre park. Right. Half an um, acre. The borders yep. of it, right? Decent-sized um, park. Yep. So imagine being 200 of those parks is right. 100 acres. That's the best okay. way it comes to mind because not only does this transit city and, and Smart Center's place have this massive park component, but it's just 200 parks. That's 200 subdivisions, essentially, in lack of a better description, mm-hmm. in, in one neighborhood.
0: How many high-rise buildings are there uh, projected? I mean, it's in early stages here, but yes. roughly how many high-rise buildings are they planning in the Smart Center?
1: the design of it uh, i look at it as a way of uh, looking at manhattan uh, surrounding central park and that's okay. the vision of this entire neighborhood um in terms of planning the number of buildings i don't have a true number because there will be a uh, you know amenities component to the neighborhood uh, right. uh, uh commercial it's going to change over time it will it may evolve to, stages, to more yeah. positive because they have s- so much land to deal with but currently as it stands there will be well over uh, you know 20 uh, residential buildings maybe up to 30 residential buildings coming in the next decade and more
0: 20 to 30 residential condo towers wow plus so you see, and you've got a nine acre park that's correct which is right in the center of it just in terms of scale I believe Regent Park which a lot of uh, listeners will be familiar with that a lot of my clients certainly uh, the park in the center of Regent Park which is you know one of the biggest parks downtown it's about six acres right. so this is 50 percent bigger than Region. the, the park in Regent Park that's is correct. is this uh it's going to be called for now at least it's called central park or the central park in the in the development here um so up to 30 residential buildings so investing here it's you know it's similar to i think investing in the first building of regent park or the first building of city place um, the first building of you know fill in the blank of, of a major master plan community i mean there's not that many of them that's correct Uh, i mean i believe i was told
1: is the largest in Ontario, if not largest in canada development yeah um and to be honest andrew it took it takes a lot of time planning and details of it and this is one of the better ones we've been involved with and and have had the ability to have an input on and it's turning out to be beautifully um i think a lot of the buyers nowadays are extremely educated whereby they do their homework they understand what this means i mean buying in the initial phase which is the transit city yeah it's paramount to many because this phase, essentially the buildings of this first phase will be the ones that surrounding that subway terminal and the transit terminal. So I think a lot of listeners understand.
0: Yeah, buying into the first few buildings of a 30-building project. It's still still (laughs) first phase, right? Even getting a
1: unit will be interesting to see, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And anybody who's bought in the first phase of City Place, Regent Park, Liberty Village, you know, any of these communities uh, yes. you know East Bayfront anywhere has, has done extremely extremely well um, so I think TTC access let's let's maybe get into specifics of the building and what's immediately surrounding the building so yeah. how close is Transit city condos to the subway
1: um, I'm told around 150 to 200 steps you're in the subway so let's just step back for a second we talk about this whole subway location. So what essentially Transit City is and what this whole Vaughan Metropolitan Center is, Union Station and Young and Blue are overlapping and just being shifted to Jane and Highway 7. That's what this is all about. And Transit City is the one that has this infrastructure Mm -hmm. and transportation. As soon as you come out of the building, you step out. Immediately facing you will be the York Regional Transit Hub, which gives you access to nine other municipalities that surrounds Vaughan. Keep in mind, Vaughan is extremely powerful in a sense that not only, you know, progressive uh, rules and policies from the mayor's end, but at the same time, they're surrounded by all the other York regional municipalities. Um, And having this York Regional Transit Terminal gives you access to all nine. And our tagline has been 43 minutes to everything. So whether you want to go downtown or Markham or Richmond Hill or Newmarket, Brampton, Mississauga and so forth, you're able to access with the York Regional Transit, Mm -hmm. number one. Number two. Immediately when you get out of our building, when you walk towards the uh, transit terminal, just where the transit terminals, you have a direct below-ground access, uh, direct access to the subway station. That's the second component. Right. Currently, as it stands, there's a KPMG building uh, right on site right now, brand new building looking phenomenal. Yeah, great and building. I they were, yeah. just got the LEED certification award for 2016. That building itself has a direct path access. So the, hence why I bring this. Uh, uh, understanding and overlaying Union Station and Young and Bloor into this Jane and Seven neighbourhood mm-hmm. but with everything being where we are located in transit. City. Right
0: so I think what you're saying in terms of Union Station just to make it clear for everyone listening Union Station in the sense of the, the starting point Absolutely. of the transit so the the, uh, the starting point of the university line now is going to be the Vaughan Metropolitan Centre Station which is That's correct. 100 steps from your door and then the Young and Bloor analogy is basically saying, like Young and Bloor is that cross point, east, west, north, south. Uh, you're, you have the the subway taking you into the city, and then you also have the the, the bus network and the, and a major bus station connected to the subway station underground as well. Yes. Also, right at your door, so you, you can go anywhere, like you said, east, west, Richmond Hill, uh, you know, Markham, the the Va- the 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 uh, the, the uh, the cities north of Toronto, adjacent to Vaughan. Yeah, I mean it shows, and then as well as well taking you downtown.
1: Just to add on, it shows how powerful this whole thing is because if you look at our dialogue right now, we're thinking and talking about the subway station, subway system, which is the biggest part of it. But let's not forget, Jane and Seven. Right next right. to our site is the four hundred. Yeah, you're on Highway Seven, and immediately to the south you have four hundred seven. Right. So we tend to forget, but. It is some truly people drive. The yeah, yeah <laughs> some people may drive, yeah, but some people, less and less people are driving. Less in that and less area. people
0: are driving, but yeah, I mean, if you drive, it's a no-brainer that it's an amazing driving location because yes. you're you're right at the cross point of two major highways, taking you anywhere in the GTA, you know, in in rapid order, um, and uh, and obviously the subway and the bus terminal are right there. Um, what else can we talk about? Again, there's so many highlights here. Um, let's talk about. You want to jump into maybe the the amenities and the and yeah the, the key yeah
1: absolutely. I mean, I really can... want to
0: obviously highlight the the lobby and the and the whole experience absolutely. there. Is so I'll let you explain <laughs> what I mean. Absolutely,
1: as it stands right now, Transit uh, City will be um, uh, 55 stories uh, tall. It will be the la- the tallest building in New York Region. Uh, we're extremely thrilled about it because not only the building design is very much one of the sta- uh, center core staple designs, where it's timeless design, but also has a lot of um, uh, details involved in the design process and 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 amenities of the project. So seeing the master vision of this transit city first phase being you know several pro- buildings, one thing we have introduced to this development is the YMCA immediately to the south of this building. The YMCA, as it stands right now, I mean, they've been around over 100 years, well before I was born. And (laughs) they're amazing owners and operators of of such wide array of of amenities. So that is a staple for the amenities program for um, Transit City because it gives you state-of-the-art 100 acres of amenities from, uh, you know, city library, childcare, 25-meter swimming pool to aquatic center, to everything you can imagine and think of, including a basketball court, Gym these and are things that court. we are always challenged with from the marketing side or development side, where we want to give you everything in the amenity, but you can't. Right. But because of restriction of size or cost right. or, or or limitation again by the cities, you know, saying you can only have this much amenity or this will will cap you, up, limit you out, or ask right. for. And
0: people don't want to pay maintenance fees of two dollars a square foot.
1: Exactly. <laughs> and they, absolutely, and they don't want to take on yeah. the risk. So. Essentially, what you get with Transit City is you get the state-of-the-art amenities,
0: right next but you door. Do not, right yeah.
1: next door, like steps, like steps, and yeah. you don't have to worry about maintaining or operating it. Right. So that alleviates what you're always concerned. So just a point of about.
0: clarification: with the with the hundred thousand square foot brand new YMCA building next door, uh, will residents have free access to those facilities, or is that, yeah. or do you just mean they can? So go this, to that building. The setup and it's just right has
1: beside been them. the setup has been that we would have a shared facility agreement with uh, with uh, YMCA okay. to allow the owners' uh, pass, uh, which whereby they would register and be able to use that uh, as a pass to go in. So it's already in a way subsidized and rolled into your maintenance fees. Okay. And rest assured that maintenance fees will surprise you. That is actually quite low when you look at the budget. Right. Um, because we had favorable terms, of course, because again. This is what You're you get controlling when you have the whole smart process reach. Yeah. When you yeah. have these guys involved who's allowing YMCA to take a position in, in that area, and there's much benefits coming to YMCA as a, as, as a whole, but also to the owners of, of, of re- or residents of this project.
0: Right, so phenomenal amenity right yes. next door, 100,000 square foot YMCA. We've already talked about the nine-acre park, which is about, I guess, one block away. We've talked right. about the uh, bus station and the subway station, which... Are uh, connected underground, and it's about a hundred steps from your door. Um, one a major point which we haven't talked about is, is the lobby, and and yes. I'll let you. I was saving explain. the best for okay. last. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so, um, interesting part. It's for, amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love it. it, I love it. it. We've, we've been so excited about the lobby experience because, and you know me quite well, uh, outside of the business and inside of the business, that we I really spend a lot of time researching, trying to understand what is best for a project, and you yeah, know, work with great developers. And one thing we've done here is bringing that beautiful, how do you explain, Shangri-La lobby right. and just putting it right into your lobby.
0: Right. So for those who aren't familiar, I mean, a lot of people listening who know anything about the Toronto condo world, Shangri-La lobby, downtown Toronto, it's, you said it a few minutes ago in a presentation, it's, you know, it's probably the, known as the best lobby yes. in the city. Uh, and it's not because it has the best, you know, design or furniture or, or whatever, which is all, of course, amazing. It's because you have this uh, unique um, experience and an atmosphere where there's where there's like a bar and a cafe in your lobby, absolutely, and you're connected to the street, and, and there's an energy, and there's people coming and going, and it's that kind of hotel ec- lobby, you know, high end five star hotel lobby absolutely. experience, and you're sort of taking that and, and bringing a piece of that downtown cosmopolitan, whatever you want to call it, lifestyle five-star lifestyle to Vaughan.
1: Absolutely. So not only do you bring the quality of, of it, but the seamless feel and the airy open space mm-hmm. of a double-height lobby, beautiful marble cladding, and just a nice finishing. It's yeah. all in there with the fireplace. But the nice- sir, I don't
0: think we mentioned on who the, specifically. It's who's going to be there. That's right. So I, <laughs> I, like I said, I like yeah. to
1: put the cherry on the cake. And yeah. one thing we've done to really differentiate it is, give you the uh, hotel feel and the experience and the quality of a nice high-end hotel, but bring you something a hotel doesn't necessarily always bring, and that is bringing Buca. Buca, I think those uh, listeners and those that know downtown well, Metropolitan mm-hmm. um, Restaurant, Buca is one of the well-respected uh, restaurants, artesian Italian food. Absolutely,
0: one of the top restaurants in the city. Huge yeah. following. A few locations now. Huge yeah.
1: following, right? And that's also not only in King West, one is in the Four Seasons in New Yorkville, We've had we've been we've had the pleasure and the luxury of having them become the operators essentially of your lobby, and there'll be two components to having buca in the in the base of your building. One will be of course a bar bucca, whereby you can have your morning snacks, croissants, and whatever Italian or French yeah. uh, um, pastries yeah. and and great great coffee. Uh, they'll have that available. And the second component too will be in very well managed restaurants by a true and remember buca is a true Chef owner operated business, mm-hmm. which is different uh, than many others, where you know right. you may have a finance company or it could yeah. be any any anybody can essentially buy if you're financially capable. No, these guys come from a, 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 a from a, a culinary background, and I think that's important to remember. And that would be it. But not only that, what makes it even more um, more amazing is that you could have essentially food breakfast, lunch, dinner brought to your unit, oh, and wow. it's not done by a ho- wow. by the hotel and you know some yeah. you know by the hotel operators it's done by a very well respected uh, a restaurant that has something to lose or have a very big reputation that would want to maintain that quality mm-hmm. and for me that goes a long way
0: wow so you're gonna actually be able to order buca food and and, and 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 you know drinks or whatever to your suite yeah. in the building that's right uh, which again it's like that five-star uh, hotel experience kind absolutely. of thing right in right in Vaughan which is you know again a first for Vaughan absolutely so just to recap, uh Buka, one of the best uh, restaurants in in the city right now, they're going to be opening a sort of cafe in the lobby itself in the restaurant and then also separately a full Buka restaurant Correct. uh in the retail portion of the building itself Absolutely. in yeah. in the building itself.
1: Yeah. We're trying to really bring it into the culture of the design and, and and the fabric of the lobby experience. I think that's how it go that's how it'll work and and, and unveil.
0: That's amazing. Um, there's so many more points to talk about. We're running short on time, but one thing I did want to highlight again is is um, from an investment standpoint, it's so important not just you know transit oriented. We talked about is the jobs and the money. Obviously, you want to follow the money when you're investing in real estate. Look at the jobs that are um, that are in a location where you're investing that are coming to a location where you're investing. So maybe speak to that a little bit in terms yeah. of the the commercial office aspect absolutely. what's there now what's what's absolutely. coming absolutely
1: i mean if you look at the true master plan of this uh, smart centers place you'll see that they've outlined not only the residential buildings and the park and the subway and the transit and so forth but one nice component element to it is employment and again uh, the mayor has been springing springheading and and, and jump starting this whole thing of you know, offering very beneficial uh, tax policies to big companies like KPMG, who who has was an anchor tenant right now and PwC and as well as uh, I believe is Miller Thompson, one of the one of the sisters, one of the, the seventh largest law firm. And again, bringing that, like you said, the metropolitan employment level being a high income mm-hmm. paying um, um, companies into uh, Vaughn. But then your cost of living and acquisition is of, much of, lower. It was much lower than downtown. So yeah. for those that are investing or wanting to live, there will have you know take advantage of this. Is that they get an income of downtown, but living in a, in a suburb? Yeah, a lot of a lot of Field. people don't
0: realize. I think that's I think news to a lot of people is there are major major employers that are typically associated with you know the financial district downtown, prime downtown Toronto and New York and any other major city. Uh, like you said, KPMG, PwC, Miller Thompson, one of the biggest law firms in the city. Uh, I think Harley Davidson, I believe, yeah. is is coming in there as well with some offices. So major, major employers, high paying employers, um, you know, all those people working there, they're going to need a place to live and, and to be able to live, you know, steps away in a building like this, subway at your door, your you know, your your place of employment at your door. And like you said, these are high-paying jobs. These are, you know, you're not going to be paid less because you're uh, at working at PwC in in Vaughan versus PwC downtown. You're still going to be making a, a high salary, absolutely. and yet the cost to rent or the cost to own mm-hmm. is obviously much cheaper than at yeah you know, I mean, King and Spadina.
1: Absolutely. I mean, strategically for for these uh, auditing firms that are multinationals, brilliant move if you think about it. I mean. You look at their um, number of um, employees they have from York University, that's three stops away from Transit City. They're pretty much positioned themselves not only to the north, to where, where Von, uh, Von Metropolitan Center is, also they have positioned themselves downtown. So they're able to get the smartest and the best to work for them, and hence mm-hmm. why they're some of the leading firms in the country and, 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 and globally as well.
0: Well, I think we've covered uh most of the the key points that that I want to talk about. I'm sure there'll be there'll be lots more to to know about this project, but is there anything else uh before we let you go Shab that you that you want to add or any other final parting words for the listener, especially somebody who's thinking about um investing in a condo right now or this this uh this month? Absolutely. I mean, like you said there's just so many
1: details to this uh master plan community and and for the listeners, for those that will purchase in this area, they will be part of a history. And, and this this is the truth because, again, it's the first time you're going to be able to buy at the first subway station that's in Vaughan. And it'll be the first station, you know, of of a 905 uh, neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, bringing you into 416. And this will be history. Um, if you're able to buy into the first phase, I think uh, I'm sure you would agree. Uh, there's a lot of people wanting to get into this project, and I think they should do really well with it uh, on a mid to long term basis.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much for your time and uh, looking forward to working with you on the project. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks for listening to the True Condos podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.